Welcome to the Storyteller's Tavern, where stories are served like ale and the sea is open for you at every table. Let's get back to the story, shall we, my friends? Last time on Hotel Hell. You guys are woken up by a blood-curling scream. It was a man. It was a man. His, his, his skin was burning. It'll be, it'll be okay, okay? Okay, let's get you back to camp, okay? As you, you have your hand tracing the tree a little bit, you feel a different type of texture that does not coincide with the wood. A rusted nail. Julian's gonna keep that to There is a moment where you are parting the dirt a little bit. You find some sort of, like, bone. Okay, I'm not gonna touch that. She's fine, right? Um, I, I think so. Harper? You just saw one of the most traumatic things that you could have seen. And this guy's coming on to you. Oh no! Scott's presence just now makes me more tense. Scott's and Ramirez. Can we go away from here? We might have a slight problem. If there's like a police investigation involved, we might have to can like this entire season. Maybe we should keep this on the down low. Let's go check out the reservation. I mean, it'd be really nice to meet the locals. Daniel here is actually going to go with you guys. Okay. In the far distance, you hear rumbling. It sounds different from thunder. It's bigger and deeper. You don't know. Did you hear that? I thought I heard thunder or something. You guys are in different boats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can talk to each other. Yeah. Guys, I think I might range soon. I heard. I thought I heard thunder I, just now. I heard something too. I, I mean, it sounded like thunder, but it also kind of said, sounded a little different. Yeah. What did it sound like? I don't really know how to describe it. I don't know. It could be thunder. It just could be me. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's okay. It's okay. It'll all be okay. Yeah, we're we're going. Spun, and I'm taking out a picture of Spud, my childhood pony, and I'm staring at it I'm to just. <laughs> nice. It gives you closure. I'm just holding on to it, like, please comfort me. Comfort me, precious horsey. I'm wondering, um, am I in the same boat as Daniel? You're in the same boat as uh, Roy. Oh, wait, wait. I mean, it's Lynn and Daniel, Daniel on that boat. And then, oh, and Lynn and Daniel are in a different boat. Just run. Okay. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I wanted to talk to him about the ledger message. We'll talk to him when we're on land. So, you guys take a good part of like two hours to get there. The river is flowing, but it's not a current strong enough to, for the boat to move by itself. Maybe very slowly, but not like. So you guys still need to go there. And it's like a good handful of miles in between this spot and the actual reservation. But when you guys get there, it's a small walk. No more than 20 minutes walk towards the outskirts of the reservation. It's actually a very pretty place. Made mostly of the materials found here. With a mixture of some materials being that was exported from... From uh, from trading, that's in the blocks and actual um, actual cement, but it is a very beautiful place. Uh, you can see a very strong uh, artistic uh, presence here, as they have carved totems. They have some beautiful statues of wood 
there's a bit of like representation and idolization of some Christian symbols like crosses and baby Jesus or Mary as uh, as Daniel explained to you guys that there is a present a very strong group a Christian presence in this village as since the the 60s but they uh, some of the more younger generations have resorted to adhere more to the uh, traditional and oh, hell yeah. yeah original yeah and uh, he's one of those that he prefers to be more connected to the great spirit but that doesn't mean that he doesn't respect the the Christian there is a reverend apparently that is here uh, the elder agreed that some should help you guys with the renovation of the hotel as it will help financially the village creating traction and bringing in tourists because their art is so is so good they would they would be successful in selling it they have been selling it for so long now it just needs more people to buy it and some of the other people in this village is helping the reverend build a church in the outskirts as well uh question this might be a really really all a specific question what's is it like catholic or is it protestant Pentecostal. yeah so there's this church that is being built here because this um this priest has arrived and he's been living with them for six months or so and he has been an actual positive uh, influence to the to the village. Daniel gives the impression that he's a he's a good guy. He seems to be a very understanding, very uh, he adheres and listens to people. So he hasn't done anything wrong, at least. All right. So what would you guys like to do? Well, um. There's a whole village for you guys to uh, explore. What, what would you recommend, Daniel? Uh, Daniel goes. I would suggest looking at some of our local art. I know some of my people that does amazing stuff and we can sell you even for a little bit cheaper, you know, like... Yeah, I know. like art. Yeah, I'd love to buy some stuff. <laughs> Might be good for the yeah. hotel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you guys go through some of the stores that they have and they are beautifully crafted. Some are more realistic, other ones are a little bit more stylistic in a more simplistic point of view, but all of them so well crafted these people who are so talented and there is mixture between sculpting or carving with the wood and painting over it there's some paintings some sewing it's like they are really really good at their craft and there is smaller stuff like pendants symbols or there's some bigger stuff and you guys have a good variety what do you guys want um i'd like to do a spot head in because i want to see if there's like any paintings that maybe have some similarities to some of the ones that we have found okay mm -hmm. um, maybe in like they're not it doesn't have to, i'm not specifically looking for artists because obviously there probably wouldn't be those artists but i'm just looking for like similarities uh -huh. When it comes to landscape, I'll say yes. You don't even need a role for that. Okay. To be honest, because you guys were able to compare. I actually do have a specific thing that I want to look for. Mm, I want to look for anything that has like the talking about the red cedar. Okay. Oh, I was also. Uh, do uh. I don't even know if spot hidden is a good one. I think it would be. Yeah, do so. Do so. Do you, want, as well? do you want to help me instead? Oh, uh, yeah. Because I have a be better. way better spot. Yeah, you definitely there. do have a better spot. That's the one thing I put into because I know that it's very valid. 
coming through once more. Extreme success. Definitely a stream success. Yeah. How much of an extreme success? Yeah, that, that would be, like, almost critical. Although there is various pictures and even some carvings of the local landscape, especially Hoodoo Mountain itself or the river, you are certain that you're gonna have to spend a lot of time going through all the, the stores to actually be completely 100% certain. But out of the three or four stores that you went while here, you are certain that there's nothing that depicts the tree. Maybe me, me and Scott could like keep looking around the art. Mm -hmm. It will take longer to, I will use the same roll. I won't ask you to roll again, but it will take longer for you guys to- I don't go through all the shops. I was say. wondering, like, maybe, like, I don't know how much of this is really filmable. Like, we kind of got a lot already. Yeah. If you guys want to, like, I don't know, go look at something else. Do some B-roll stuff. Talk yeah. to some people. I'll see if I can get some Vista shots yeah. or some naturalistic cool. <laughs> I'll find a vibe. Daniel approaches you guys. Uh, Daniel left you guys at the stores for a little bit, and then he approaches and he goes, I actually have something nice for you guys okay. wait but uh he's uh, talking to julian and roy i'm imagining that both harper, harper and scott already went yeah. to other stores yeah. we'll spend time here and then th that was my yeah. excuse to be like you guys can should go and like we'll keep investigating i actually got permission to let you guys talk to the village elder damn that's awesome if you guys want uh she's just on her break she's eating some food but she said that she is willing to talk to you guys. Please interrupt this poor woman's lunch break. No, 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 no. Don't, don't feel like it. that. Don't feel like that. She, she said that she would be willing to meet new people, especially people with such promises like you guys. Awesome. Okay, yeah, I'd love to meet her. Yeah, film, film an interview or something if you want. Yeah. Alright, yeah, let's go. And he brings you guys there. You meet this wonderfully, like, iconic old lady is wrinkled past her years but she still has that beautiful warming smile that only only elderly people can get to that level of like you're so cute i want to hug you <laughs> very and she has like her hair that is very taken care of and there is some grain on it, but she's doing really good job to upkeep even the color of it. And she l looks at you guys and she goes, Oh, nice to meet you. Um, how can I help you guys? Uh, hi, uh, we are with the film crew that is um, renovating the Seven Stars Hotel. Um, actually, we just have a few questions to try to better understand the history of the land the hotel is on in connection with the um blanket tribe yes yes well if i am more than welcome to answer some questions if you want um but where are my manners uh, my name is anna if you can you guys please sit sit with me and she's sitting on like a one of those like very makeshift uh wooden small tables mm -hmm. outside of what would be like closest to some sort of like abode mm -hmm. and there is smaller seats mm -hmm. there too and she's drinking some coffee as she seems to have just finished her meal yeah julian will sit down and be like uh i'm julian wells it's nice to meet you nice to meet you too uh my name is roy connors uh we were wondering if you'd mind if we could film you for an interview oh i 
I mean, we can talk, but I'm a bit shy myself. Oh, totally. Yeah, let's oh, no. understand. Yeah. We don't need the cameras. It's okay. Yeah, no, we. Yeah, he's gonna put the camera aside and just sit. And... So I went to film school. Yeah, that's what's going through his head. He's like, all those years wasted. <laughs> this one interview is what I needed. But yeah, she goes, and how can I help you? Um, I guess the first thing we'd like to ask is, I guess, what is the uh, uh, connection between the land that the hotel is on in respect to your people? Oh, that takes me back. Well, I remember my mom talking with me about the hotel. I visited once. It was really pretty back then. But it's according to what she told me. Something that was a consequence of the gold rush that happened in the late 1800s. So, as people came in looking for gold, this man, I think his name was Barnabas Levi. Levi. Yeah, Levi was... He had the notion and to build a hotel that would help the prospectors that were trying to find gold down the river and work as a medium between the outside world and those who were trying to seek out fortune and of course provide food and rest for those that were just traveling nearby. It was successful for a period of time until, unfortunately, uh, Levy Barnabas, um, his son, Junior, left for Vancouver, I think. Uh, I could be wrong, though. Um, But he stayed. His wife died afterwards of Nomia. And... He um, ruled and said, and I believe something drove him to an unfortunate end. Do you know the details of his death, if it's alright for me to ask? Oh, well, it's... I, I could be wrong, but if my older brother, and he used to tease me here and there, and I remember him telling me, that Barnabas was haunting the place as he would uh, seek out children or his ghost would in the forest with a razor blade and then I had the courage to speak to my mom about it and when I was old enough she explained it that it was an unfortunate thing but it seemed that uh, Barnabas did did hurt himself with the with said razor blade, and um, he did not survive from that. That's unfortunate. Um, that's a very sad story. Um, and uh, well, the junior did not seem interested in the in the property at all. He was living a life somewhere else, and if I remember correctly. There was talks about him selling the place to a priest, but then those plans did not go through as the priest died 
before any renovations could be made to the place. And it, I remember being the mystery at the time as this priest was found in un, unnatural circumstances. Unnatural in which way? Well, and she you see that she's a little bit uncomfortable, but she goes, I, I remember the newspaper saying that his head was found facing the other way. Ugh. And uh, ever since, they, uh, the, I guess it, the, the title, the property, went back to Levy Jr. And it's been going down his family line, I guess, with nobody showing interest. Except for a few years later where, I guess, one of his descendants tried to do uh, open again around the 60s and he had some traction especially with hikers and um, those people who walks and takes hitches on the road um, trying to explore the wilderness but, um, but then it closed off again and yep it's been abandoned ever since <gasps> Did you ever find the reason why it was closed in the 60s? I heard that it dwindled as people were having um, uncomfortable feelings in it. People would say that they would have sleepless nights or nightmares on it and and the time dwindled. Okay. Um. Thank you for that. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up to you. Um, in the old ledger of the uh, hotel, uh, we found a message that I actually wanted to bring to you, or maybe have Daniel bring to you, but since we're right here, um, regarding the um, cedar tree that is on the property, um, the, there's a message in the letter that reads, uh, under no circumstances is the western red cedar tree situation at the northeastern corner of the property to be uprooted or otherwise moved in respect of the native people's beliefs. Yes, yes. Um, um, these must, this note must have been from management of the, of the hotel um, around the 60s, I guess. Because although they are, they speak true in the sense that the trees and the flora and fauna is sacred to us, as they are all part of the Great Spirit, this particular tree does not know, does not hold an importance to us. Although, there might be related to another story, actually. Okay. Would it be alright for you to... I do not know how true this story is. It's been way too long since it happened. But there was... Uh, the hotel, after the demise of Levy, it stayed open for a few years until close to 1925, 26. I can't remember what my mom told me, but I remember her telling me about how there was an incident that took place and involves that tree. This 
incident was when it might have been the reason why he closed off after that time and was trying to be sold to a priest later, but basically a group of prospectors, additionally with a few others, I think was people from the hotel, tenants and guests, they accused someone, another tenant, of witchcraft. And they, if I remember correctly, it says that they carried the man to the tree and burned him there. But now that could be just an old story. It could not ever happen. I've been confessed by some of my, my, my people that they have bad feelings when being near the place. And they believe that uh, it's the work of the devil that is near the tree, or that the great spirit shuns it. So we just tend to avoid it. Um, do you think that maybe the message in this ledger was was just written in there as a reason, maybe as an excuse, like a, a lie, for someone to try to keep the tree on the property? Maybe? I mean, I I imagine that they might have just not wanted to be touched in some way. And it would be just easier to put it on us, saying that it's sacred, so as to respect our wishes. Um, I don't know. I'll have to ask um, Scott and Harper as well. But you think it would be possible for perhaps... Um, yourself or some representatives of your tribe to come and bless the land that we're building on. I could ask the reverend. That That is possible as well, yes. Alright, I can talk to him. Um, he's busy right now with the construction of his own church. But maybe he will be willing to. He's a nice man and he probably would be interested to. I will see what I can do, and I'll ask Daniel to tell you the outcome. Alright, thank you. Um, just one last thing, um, and, uh, this might be like a shot in the dark, but is there anyone historically in the area who has the initials of J.S.? Nothing brings me to mind about it. That's okay. Uh, thank you, though. Thank you, that information is very useful. She, she thanks you guys. She insists that you guys stay for coffee and they provide you coffee. And you guys just continue talking and small talking there for a little bit. Um, in the meantime, that gives you enough time for you guys to go through all of the stores pretty much. Met some people, had some nice conversation with some some of them, maybe even made a friend or two. Maybe Scott. bought some art. Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Probably bought some art. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you guys bought anything, I will say that you, you guys could have. Yeah, I mean, I have a four hundred dollars spending limit. Exactly. So you guys can more than enough spend some on small jewelry and stuff. You don't even 
don't even I don't even need to say how much. Just you, if you guys come up with something, just yeah, I have a pendant or Probably some earrings. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Earrings and a necklace. Yeah, there you go. You retail therapy. <laughs> retail yeah. therapy. Scott found a bracelet that he got for Simon. Gay, gay, yeah. gay, yeah. Gay. And just kind of found like one that's like in a like similar like design but like different colors that he got for himself um and he got like some like uh wooden carvings as well just to put around nice and but that gave you the opportunity to go through all the stores and now you're certain that there's no nothing that you guys could find that is related to that cedar tree and you guys meet yourselves as you guys are coming back from meeting the elder, you guys do see Harper and Scott talking about the stuff that they bought. Yeah, I really like these uh, earrings. Yeah, they're, nice. they're really cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like these little wooden figures. I've never seen anything quite like this, you know. LA is very commercial. Yeah, there's a lot of this kind of stuff where I'm from, so. I'm kind of lucky in that regard. Like, I think I, I would just like to get away from, you know, city life for just a little while. So this is really nice. Yeah, I hear Alberta's great. Alberta. Never been there. That's uh, another one of your provinces, right? Yeah. Cool. It's close to the yeah. window side here. Oh. Uh, hey, guys. Oh. Hi. Mm. Uh, How did your going around? Oh, it was good. Um, we got to meet with Anna. She's the, uh, she's... The elder of the tribe. Oh, that's great. It was some interesting information. Yeah, uh, about the hotel and the property and things like that. Anything, like, noteworthy? Um, well, the the man who built the hotel, his name was uh, Barnabas Levy. Um, he built the hotel in the late 1800s. He lived there. His son left for Vancouver, didn't have any interest in the hotel. Um, Barnabas's wife passed away from pneumonia. Uh, and then, unfortunately, a few years after, Barnabas uh, took his own life, unfortunately. Um, the hotel stayed in the family, uh, the Levy family, for a few generations. Uh, the son had difficulty selling the property. Uh, in the 60s, it reopened briefly, but the business just never took off. And uh, it's been abandoned ever since. Um, I actually brought up the message in the ledger to Anna, and she says that there that the cedar tree holds no significance, so specific significance to her people. So it's possible that the message was just using the native people of this land as a sort of scapegoat to excuse not taking the tree down. Um, yeah, that kind of makes some sense because we were looking around and I was kind of looking at the art and like it didn't really seem like they depicted the cedar so like if it had yeah. significance like it, it should be in the art right yeah. I mean it's a pretty tree but you know yeah um yeah. she actually said that a lot of people of the tribe don't really have good vibes from the tree I'm not exactly sure like what they mean by that but a lot of them don't really like to avoid the area with the tree we, we also so we could cut it down uh, yes, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I saw someone nailed on it. So, like, I I, I don't know. So, we also it's bad. Harper's bad vibes yeah. from the tree as well. No. I mean, did, 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 any, did anyone, like, look around? 
No one saw what I saw, right? No. no. I, I will tell you this, and I'm not, I don't want to scare you, but oh, no. Anna did tell me that there's a rumor, it's a rumor, between 1925 to 1926, uh, shortly after Barnabas's, uh death, uh, the hotel tried to remain open, um, and sometime around that time there was, supposedly, this is, there's no evidence of this, um, there's an incident where prospectors accused uh, a tenant of the hotel of witchcraft, and supposedly he was killed by the cedar. But that's there's really no records of that. By the cedar? Well, killed killed cedar. On the cedar in a similar manner you said you saw. No. So that's really weird. I, yeah. Did you get a name? No, of no the names. Person? That that's why I'm I'm kind of skeptical of it because we don't really know if there's any records or anything of it. I mean, you're like you know the occult, right? So like, what does it mean to like see stuff like that? Can I roll occult? Because like I saw somebody burning on a tree, and you know. Um, I got a regular success. Okay, so in spiritualism, mm-hmm. there are the concept of mediums, mm-hmm. people who have a affinity with the afterlife mm-hmm. and are able to connect with the afterlife in the point of. Uh, connecting with spirits, mm-hmm. uh, seeing, talking, and having visions. Mm-hmm. There are other cultures who have similar uh, concepts mm-hmm. in some ways. Even Christianity has the concept of miracles and visions, m- messages being sent by visions through angels and stuff like that. But if anything, your personal point of view would be among along the lines of maybe Harper has an affinity towards the afterlife in some way. Uh, you are the type of guy, this is something I'm asking out of Julian. Julian is a guy who, although he studies it, does he believe the supernatural or does he... Yeah, he believes in the supernatural, but he's the kind of person who's very skeptical of it as well. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why he told Harper, like, Mm -hmm. 98% of the time that leads he gets are fake. So he's the kind of person who, like, in order to, like, absolutely make sure something's supernatural, he will, like, rip it apart to shreds. Yeah, he'll look almost in a scientific point of view to prove it. But because he believes it, then he, he has this suspicion that Harper is in some way more open yeah. spiritually. Therefore, she could have had some sort of contact. All right, Julian will look at her and be like, uh, have you, I have a question before I, I answer what you asked. Is this like the first time you've ever experienced anything like this? Yeah, definitely. Like, like visions, seeing things that aren't there, like dreams, voices. Mm, I mean, I... <laughs> I have dreams like anyone else, but like... Hi. I mean, the reason why I bring this up is because sometimes there is a belief in many different cultures of people who are mediums or people, the belief that people may have a connection to the afterlife, like people who have this innate ability to see the afterlife. And I'm not saying that you're a medium, which is why I asked if this is something that's common. It's possible there are some beliefs that if someone dies in a very strong way, 
in an emotional way that they could leave residual energy behind. The problem is this is very difficult to prove. I, even though I've done lots of studies on this, I've not been able to prove it myself, but it's very possible that if this event did happen, that the reason why you saw this vision was perhaps because maybe you were the first person in a long time by the cedar and this energy just released itself towards you trying to just get released. Maybe. But that's just a big theory that unfortunately I can't prove. I don't think anyone can. That means that maybe someone did die on the tree. It's a possibility. I'm not saying it's 100%. I'm not saying it's 0%. Yeah, it's just weird because, like, you know, you hear it in the village and I saw it, so... Um, One thing I actually want to do as well is I wanted to uh, visit uh, the the priest of the uh, church. Um, Well, there isn't a church right now, but I wanted to visit the uh, priest... Yes, thank you. The pastor that resides here, um, because Anna told us that he may be able to bless the land. I'm not sure if any of us are religious, but it might be good for, like, publicity's sake to be like, this place is maybe sort of spooky, but a priest has blessed it sort of thing. Yeah, I really wasn't hoping for spooky. Well, if it's just, you know... Things get around. Yeah, I mean, I guess for publicity's sake, right? Yeah, yeah publicity. publicity sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we can go uh, talk to him and uh, see what goes on. Sure. Calm down. There's definitely something weird going on here. Not much is clear. Mm, weird, weird, weird. I came here for normal. I don't know how normal it is to just receive a letter out of nowhere telling you you've inherited a hotel. Yeah. But this has been turning into a very interesting side plot. Let's say it that way. Let's keep the message on the story of the hotel being renovated and made into something beautiful. Yeah, hopeful. Let's, let's not, wholesome. Yes, let's not let this sort of weird rumors and undertones yeah. ruin something great. Yeah, let's go talk to maybe maybe the rumors and having the pastor bless the land, maybe that will attract more people yeah. and make them think, no, this is actually really cool. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what's the story cool. here? And safe. Yeah. Safe yeah. safe among all yes. things. That's what I want. I don't yeah. want anyone to die on no, the land that I own, yes. yeah. technically. That would not be good for anyone involved. No. Well, we'll just go to the pastor. It's interesting enough because as you guys were talking, Daniel was there too with you guys, so he already like started walking you guys towards it. So you guys, as you guys are finishing this conversation, it takes no more than five minutes for you guys to reach the location to where the church is being built. You've reached the end of this episode of Hotel Health. Thank you so much for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. Subscribe to us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. And be sure to catch the next installment of Hotel Health, which premieres every Thursday. To connect with us, follow our social media accounts. And if you'd like to support us, you can head over to Patreon to join the conversation, view sneak peeks of our next project, and discover our fantastic bonus content. 
Our intro score was created by Patrick Corton from Off the Beaten Path Musical. The Call of Cthulhu 7th edition module we're playing, Hotel Hell, can be found in Peterson's Abominations. The module is owned by Chaosium and was written by Sandy Peterson with Mike Mason. Thanks again for listening from all of us at the Storytellers Taproom.